0: Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Yeah, how's it going?
1: It's going. I can sum up how it's going in two words. Okay. Taken 3.
0: Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Yes. Guess what, Eric? What? I didn't watch Taken 3. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) But I love listening to you describe what happens in these movies it's okay. like it's like a novelization quick now it's like uh like spark notes uh-huh. in the movie so i don't have to watch it because i can just listen to this podcast <laughs> and imagine it in my mind <laughs> well you're in luck brother so oh. i gotta
1: fucking break it down
0: for you break it down <laughs> snap it snap into it okay like macho man entering the hall of fame against his will this is uh
1: spoiler alert I'm going to go through the entire movie. <laughs> we we do this like once a year with the movie, like Ghost Rider two. Mm. So, um, but wait,
0: but, but let's just say, like, I mean, if you watch the trailer for Taken three, yeah. you've pretty much seen it. I mean, like, it's yeah. got to be pretty predictable. It's yeah. a Taken movie. It's not like we're spoiling the end of like Inception, exactly, or something that you have to think about too hard it's taken something's gonna get taken it's it's taken three dudes yeah (laughs) he's gonna get it back you should know the theme by now yeah so i am gonna go
1: uh bit by bit through this movie so if you are if you still plan on seeing it and uh you don't want to get spoiled uh, maybe save this podcast for next week. Or if you're on the fence, I would actually recommend listening to this podcast if you're mm. on the fence. Because <laughs> even though you know it happens, at least then, you know, sometimes the best way is you go in a movie. And as long as you get what you expect, then you're happy that you paid for
0: it. That's true. Lowered expectations. Yeah. All right. And you're going to need them. Okay. <laughs> All no. right. If I, if,
1: I, now if I could sum up the, word, the Taken series. Taken, mm. the original movie. Awesome. Yeah. Taken 2. Shitty okay taken three hilarious yes which is not quite a compliment Mm. uh if you made this movie because they didn't make it to be funny but those can be the best kind of movies though i found it hilarious it's not what they were going for but i still enjoyed it so it wasn't a waste of my money okay uh it is not a good movie for (laughs) like a good serious movie like the first taken was yeah But it is hilarious, more of like an 80s action movie,
0: which you couldn't take seriously, but you still enjoy and will watch uh, many times later. Okay. I mean, so that kind of sounds like the entire Die Hard Sept Trilogy yeah, or whatever it's called. You Uh, can definitely enjoy this movie.
1: You can enjoy this movie. Taken 2 kind of... See, all right. It's not fair. Taken 1 was perfect. Yeah. First of all, it had the element of surprise. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, you didn't know Liam Neeson was going to be such a badass, and it, I think some of the things going for it was time. Uh. He had he was running out of time. He had to act fast to get his daughter. He's working against the clock the whole time, right? And I think that really helped the movie, that first movie,
0: right? Like, and you, it's like hurry the fuck up, and it, and it was like it was like super dad, the fantasy movie, like every dad's fantasy, where he's like, I'm going to save the virginity of my daughter through killing men. Time is running out. He's desperate,
1: and he will do whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. And, like I said, surprise on your side. He's like, "Holy shit!" He will kill everyone. Yeah, you know he's ruthless. And then uh, in in this movie, unfortunately, he's not that ruthless. I would have to go back and check. I thought going into the theater was rated R, but it felt like a PG thirteen once I got in there. Hmm. So I don't know if it, maybe it was PG thirteen. It really felt like. It. But all right, I am going to take you through the movie. It's okay. uh, Taken Three, starring Liam Neeson. Yes, co-starring. Bagels, 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 bagels. Yes, a delicious breakfast treat. Okay, is the fucking co-star of this movie? What? Taken
0: three. Did bagels. Somebody, did somebody take his bagels? Don't take. Yes, yeah, someone did fucking take his bagels. Actually,
1: <laughs> that's what gets taken in this movie. Oh, no. Bagels. All right. The first movie, his daughter. Second movie, him and his ex-wife. Third movie, bagels.
0: Oh, somebody took my fucking bagels. Yeah.
1: All right. So. <laughs> I have a particular set of cream cheeses. I'm not even kidding with you, dude. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. That's great. All right. All right. I, l- I really do like this movie. It's 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 shitty, but it's so funny that it's redeemable. That's easily. great. That's great. All right. So, straight up, right off the bat, we got to start with the bad guys. You must now establish the bad attitude of this movie. Okay. And, of course, ain't no one tougher sounding, at least, than Russians. Ooh. Yeah. So... There's these Russians, and they got to do something right off the bat. You know, they got to be badass. They're like, "All right, we need a we need a fucking ugly ass dude. All right, this guy he looks like he's got some facial scars. All right, got to give him an ugly ass name that sounds tough. How about Malinkov?
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> like Malinkov, Malenkov, Malinkov, Malenkov. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Me. yeah.
0: Malenkov. No, no, it's like K O V Kov. Yeah, sure. Malinkov, Mankov. Malinkov.
1: So, uh, so you know, and so they, you know, they, 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 like bust in. They take this dude. Yeah, they, they take a dude in the beginning. They take a dude. And, dude, you're yeah, not supposed to do that. They do. Well, he doesn't last long because they have to <laughs> establish their bad attitude. So they break okay. into a vault and they call up the owner of the vault and they're like, "Guess what we're about to do? We're gonna shoot this guy on the phone. Ah, oh, do you want a regular phone or FaceTime? Regular, please. <laughs> okay. Bam, bam. Fucking Malikov shoots a guy because. So now we know. We're like, shit, okay, we got some some Russian dudes. Okay. All mm-hmm. right, Neeson's, Let's Step up, baby. We cut to the daughter. Okay. Pregnant.
0: Pregnant? What? I thought she was going to start her singing career. No, that was the first
1: movie. She had already given that up in the second movie.
0: Oh, that's really too bad. But I guess realistic.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not sure why. But you see her, she just finished sitting on the can, which is a recurring theme in this movie. Okay, all right. Well, pregnant ladies (laughs) pee more. She's got the pregnant strip, and it's double positive. (laughs) (laughs) You know, two strips means yes.
0: Oh, shit, daddy.
1: So, and of course, I'm scratching my head like, hmm, why does this matter? Hmm. I watched the movie yesterday. Still scratching my head on this one. <laughs> Not sure why she needs to be pregnant in this movie, but she's
0: pregnant. I don't know, maybe because they want to give, it's a third movie, she needs more to do. Well, maybe maybe uh they're going out to like the granddad market, you know, like Liam Neeson was kind of like super dad in the first one. Maybe he's like super grandpa in this one. I don't know. So, all right. Now,
1: it's stepdad time. Okay. Okay. Now, you know the stepdad from the first one, right? He's rich. Uh, Right. Rich blows the money. In his Second one, they only reference him by name only. Hmm. Stewart. You know, they're not <laughs> a, in, you know, him and the, the ex-wife and Stewart are not having the greatest relationship or something. Right. Third movie. Stewart's back. Except here's your first warning. Stepdad replacement alert. <laughs> OK, we need a stepdad that looks more like a scumbag. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so it is the same guy. It's still Stuart, but it's a different actor, and now he looks like a scumbag. Wow, so it's like Back to the Future Part 3? So part here's, your first, here's your first warning. Why didn't they bring the other guy down? Why did mm. they get a guy that looks like a scumbag? Hmm. Oh, hmm. uh, second stepdad alert. And now he has a last name. Ooh. Before, in Taken 1, he was just Stuart. Now he's Stuart St. John.
0: Ooh, that's remotely <laughs>
1: European, maybe Eastern European. So I'm just saying, you know, I'm sitting there watching this movie. I'm like, what? Eh? Why does he look like a scumbag now? They got a different actor. Wait a second,
0: and, are and, they are they trying to like tie this together to Taken One, like that that College Humor Ducktales video where like Scrooge McDuck <laughs> secretly sends off Wembley to be kidnapped and have like naughty pictures of her taken? Well, it doesn't ta- it doesn't connect all the way back to Taken One. Oh, that's too bad. That, that was for free Hollywood. That was for free.
1: So I'm just saying, guy looks like a scumbag now. Different actor, younger guy, beard. and mm-hmm. Well, a, a black beard now instead of white like last time. And oh. Actually, I don't know if he had a beard in the first one. But anyways, and now he's not just Stuart. He's Stuart St. John. Stuart John. <laughs> All right. So then they spend too much time with Liam Neeson. Uh, he's trying to connect with his daughter. She doesn't tell him she's pregnant. He tries. To, he's spending too much time with his ex-wife. She's like, oh, I can't get along with Stuart anymore. I think it's over. And she comes out of his apartment and kisses him. And he's like... Lenny, you can't do this. I have to be seen as an honorable man. Otherwise, people won't root for me. <laughs> but the next... Then then Stuart stops by his apartment, too. He's like, hell? hey, man. He's like, hey, like, uh, uh, like, I'm having a rough patch with my wife, so just make sure you don't hang out around her, okay? I know she's close with you. He's like, I would never do that, Stuart. So... The next morning...
0: So wait, are they still in his apartment? I mean, how many how many sorry. locations
1: did they use in this movie? It sounds like it's his apartment. Well, in the beginning, in his apartment. His apartment, yeah. So the next morning, he gets a text from the ex-wife. And uh, and it's funny because they do a close-up shot of the text. Easily readable. Mm. We can all read it. But just for fun, Liam Neeson narrates the text. Nice. <laughs> so even
0: though we can all fucking see it, and I'm assuming most of us can read, Liam Neeson hey. reads it you know film is a visual medium but sometimes you know people who can't see so well go and i guess you know listen so this is what liam neeson says more or less he goes let's meet urgent get bagels (laughs) 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 the
1: fucking word bagels is in her text okay and he fucking he's like bagels (laughs) Wait, wait urgent and get bagels yeah.
0: usually not in the same text. I know. Let's meet. It's urgent. But she's like, let's have breakfast. So get bagels. So so she's like, all right. So I need to meet you with you immediately. And this is, you know, her yes. former husband, the CIA guy who went and tracked down like their daughter. Mm-hmm. That's urgent, yeah. you know, where she's going to get kidnapped into the sex trade. But by yes. the way, I want you to stop at a place first on yeah. your way over and pick up something from the bakery. And then it's urgent. Yes. And by the way. Liam Neeson
1: reads his text out loud, because we all read our text out loud, right? Yes. Everyone just goes around and reads their text out loud, especially stupid ones. Oh, you know, that's what I do all the time. I read my text out loud, right? It's normal.
0: <laughs> that's what texts are for, for reading <laughs> out loud. <laughs> I know. So
1: so I'm like, all right, this is this is odd. But I, you know, at this point, I'm starting to realize this movie might be ridiculous. But I'm like, <laughs> let's just see where it goes. Okay. So he goes to get bagels, you know. <laughs> And as he does, you see there's like a shady-looking dude in a car watching him get bagels. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> so it, he gets back to his apartment, and the ex-wife, dead on his own
0: bed. They're back in his apartment again. Well, because she wanted to meet at, the, at his apartment. I'm just, I'm just saying, smells yeah. like a low-budget I uh,
1: think I think they spent an extra five mil on it. Really? really? Well, but I think they paid him twenty times more than he made in the first one. Yeah, I so. think I think so too. <laughs> so uh, don't worry, there's going to be more locations. Just Dead in will. his bed, yeah. Like Doctor Seuss poem. and of course, and there's a knife in the hallway, so he picks it up. That's never a good <sighs> thing. Dumb it. That's like that's like the Final Destination kid. Never pick up the murder weapon because now your prints are on it. Yeah, duh. Even though he didn't know it was a murder weapon at the time, but mm, you know, now I'm it's gonna... a murder weapon and you did it. Yeah, duh. So he goes in there. And uh, her throat is cut. But he goes and grabs her wrist to check her wrist pulse. (laughs) He's like, (laughs) Lenny! And then he, like, stops. Then he checks her wrist pulse again. He checks her wrist pulse like three fucking times. It's like, hey, here's an idea: take a bed sheet and hold it over the gaping neck wound she has. <laughs> maybe if you stop the bleeding of her throat slash, maybe you'll get a wrist pulse. Mm. But no, just keep checking that wrist pulse,
0: baby. <laughs> wow. While she's bleeding out on your designer sheets. I guess. I guess that's realistic. I mean, you know, if you, you know, that's what you would do. You'd probably be freaking out, right? Although yeah, but he, this I, this guy doesn't I, freak out. That's true. I mean, I, I have heard, though, that if you get your windpipe slashed, that actually doesn't kill you like it does in most cartoons and comics and TV shows and everything. You're just like, oh, I'm just going to plug this and walk to a hospital.
1: Yeah, I mean, if, if it doesn't hit, like, the carotid artery, you've got a chance. Yeah. But um,
0: you know what doesn't help? What? Wrist pulse checking over and over <laughs> again.
1: That ain't helping anybody right now, okay?
0: Dude. All it's right, like Mel, Mel Gibson's The Patriot. Yeah. M- multiple stabs.
1: So he confirms that she's dead, and then the cops bust in the apartment two seconds later. Okay, they've been tipped off. They got a they got a call, anonymous call Stort. saying saying there was shouting and someone saying "Don't kill me, don't kill me." <laughs> so Neeson's realized, realizes, like you know, I can't let them take me. So he beats the shit out of the cops,
0: jumps out the window, and then he starts running. That's great. You should always beat the crap out of the cops when they come to get you for yep. murdering someone. Yeah. So great. Here's here's where the movie
1: dies. Oh, Neeson starts running. He can't run. Oh no! He hobbles. Oh no! Is he just an old man? Well, he did he did jump out of a building and land on a dumpster. Oh dang! But he hobbles like an old dude. And when you see it, it takes you out. You're like, oh, that's right, Liam Neeson's old. Oh. Like I mean, he's really tall, but and I don't know if he was. He, if he was just running to look like he was kind of hurt, but I mean, it, it looks like he's laboring, and it's not fun. It takes you out of the movie. It reminds you how old he is, mm-hmm. and then it lo- he loses his toughness when you realize how old he is. You know, because before he's just like unstoppable. You know, kills everyone, and now he's like eh, 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 like jumping and oh, stuff. No. I mean, he's still he's still vaulting over fences, which is mm-hmm. something I probably can't do. But he's he's running. I mean, he's he he's not Steven Seagal running, but it's still.
0: It's kind of sad. I'm, I'm kind of... I'm trying to remember if he ran in the first Taken. I think he just, like, power-walked everywhere. Yeah, he no, he just drove like a madman. Yeah. So, we'll again, so maybe he's like the Steven... Like, Steven Neeson's is like, get me to a car, and I'm good. But until then, I'm gonna wheeze like Fatty McGee. Yeah, I mean, it's just... It wasn't fun watching him run. Uh, first of all, Liam Neeson don't run from
1: people. Yeah. He runs through people. <laughs> so seeing him run... I didn't like it. So okay. now, now, enter Inspector Fat Guy. Yeah. Man.
0: His, his name's Dotsler, but Dots- I, like, I like Inspector <laughs> Fat Guy. I love that name. That's such a weird fiction, fictional character <laughs> name. Dotsler. And what was the yeah. f- Russian guy's name?
1: Mangoff. Man-
0: Mangoff. <laughs> yeah. So Inspector Fat
1: Guy shows up to the crime scene. Here's a fucking weird thing about it. I don't understand this. Every time they look at this guy, famous actor. Mm-hmm. can't think of his name at the top of my head is it paul blart no come on. out i don't no. know he's a famous actor okay no he's not he's, he. he <laughs> all right this movie's ridiculous but he doesn't think he's in a ridiculous movie okay okay come on now he's a black guy he's got his one eye is kind of squinched up a little bit
0: oh yeah yeah that guy the king he was of in, scotland
1: yeah he was in species i he's, mean he's been in a shit he, ton of. he in was
0: movies. in battlefield earth <laughs> yeah he was in Fast Forest
1: whitaker thank Whit- you Whit- Forest whitaker whitaker, whitaker. So inspect, but we're gonna call him inspect your fat guy. Okay. So he shows up. Here's a problem. Every time they show him, he's always doing one of two things: either playing with the rubber band on his wrist, uh huh, or playing with a chess piece, the knight, the horse. So wait, he got like, a, is it the same hand or different hands? Mm, good question. The mm. rubber band's on his wrist, but he takes it off and like plays with it, and then he's always rubbing the knight between his fingers. Now they want you to know this because they fucking. <laughs> Cut to close-ups of him doing these things. They probably needed something to cut to. <laughs> I don't understand why. And he never even explains it. He never say it. he doesn't make a chess pun mm. with the knight. Doesn't he doesn't shoot someone with the rubber band when he's out of bullets? <laughs> that would rule. But all movie they cut back to it. He's either playing with a rubber band or playing with the chess piece or both. Don't know why. That's like maybe it's so. Like, it's like Brad Pitt and eating food. He just he just has to fool around with something. So now I see this and then it clicks. Okay. As a serious movie, this movie sucks, but it has great humor potential. Yeah. So now I've made the transition into my brain, oh. and, I, and, I, and I went from, like, sneaking
0: suspicion this movie was going to blow mm-hmm. to, ha, 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 this is actually pretty hilarious. Dude, I got it. I got it. I figured yeah. it out. So, mm. so the unnecessary cuts to the weird stuff he's doing, it's actually the director inserting a drinking game into the movie. Oh, man. Well, he does this a lot. So you got to take a shot every time he pulls around with something, like a chess mm. piece.
1: And I went to a theater that served beer.
0: There, dude. Uh I bet there was like a
1: poster. So now he's not talking yet, but he sits down and he sees the bagels. Oh, no. Because Liam Neeson dropped the bagels in his apartment as he fled the scene.
0: Should have gotten a receipt for those bagels. Would have proved his innocence.
1: Yeah, because guess what? This guy fucking takes a bagel out and eats it. (laughs) 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 And he's like eating the bagel and he's like looking at this bagel. He's fucking staring at this bagel. And then he, like, puts it <laughs> to his mouth, kind of sniffs it, and then eats it. <laughs> what?
0: Who is this man? He in just ate evidence. Guy. He fucking ate a bagel. Oh, my God.
1: Then he packages up the rest of them because they're in a bag and takes them with him. <laughs> he took the bagels. Those were Liam Neeson's bagels, you jerk. That was the one thing that could have proved his innocence, and he's going to eat them. He took the bagels. I know. There's probably a timestamp receipt in there.
0: Oh, no. my God. He
1: fucking eats one of the bagels, takes
0: the rest <laughs> with him. Wait. Can, can we have, like, a shot of he's eating the bagels and there's, like, the receipt that would have saved Liam Neeson's life in his mouth, like, being chewed? It's crazy.
1: Uh. So, now we've got a problem with the movie. Liam Neeson's on the run. The cops are chasing him. Mm-hmm. But for the next hour, we don't see the bad guy. Okay. Malenkov, first five minutes, gone for the next hour. Right. We just see cops chasing Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson trying to get away from cops. Cops increasingly acting like pricks. Mm. They're not the bad guys. They're cops. Why are they acting like pricks? They're the good guys. I but for the next hour, cops are chasing Neesons. He's looking for all this evidence. He, 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 t- he takes his ex-wife's phone. He's looking for records. He looked at a gas, uh, gas station uh, video and stuff like that. He sees her get taken. The oh. night before, she got taken.
0: Mm.
1: And uh, so things he's like, oh, shit. So a bad guy must have texted me. Then he purposely gets caught by the cops. Okay. And the dumb cops don't realize it. So he's in the back seat and stuff. And then Inspector Fat Guy's on the phone. And they're like, ah, oh, we got this guy. And he's like, no, he must have gotten caught on purpose. <laughs> so because Inspector Fat Guy must have seen Taken 1 or 2. Uh uh-huh. Liam Neeson hijacks the cop car and, it, like, uses their super cop computer database Mm-hmm. It's in every cop car and uh, to to find out information. Okay. So that's why he got caught on purpose by cops. So we could use their little laptop. Yeah. That probably has like solitaire on it. So they get away and they tell Inspector Fat Guy on the phone. And so he then takes off his rubber band and does Cat's Cradle with it. Okay. And then rubs the night chess
0: piece. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, are they sending us a signal? Like, he's on puzzles. He's into chess. He's smart. I feel like I missed something huge. All right. <laughs>
1: So now now the, the bad guys, after an hour, the bad guys finally show back up. Neeson's is trailing evil stepdad.
0: <laughs> Why?
1: Just for the hell of it? Uh, something didn't add up with the phone or something. I don't even fucking know at this point. Okay. But he's on like one of those highways that's like kind of like a cliff and it's overlooking the ocean. Mm. And uh, bad guys show up, run Liam Neeson off the road and his car flips and goes smash, 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 smash all the way down and blows up.
0: Oh my God. Goodbye, grandpa.
1: Then the Russians, in Russian, so you see the the English translation at the bottom of the screen say, It's time to get drunk.
0: <laughs> yeah! <laughs> it's time to get drunk! Okay.
1: Yo, yo, killing Liam Neeson gives me a powerful thirst. Yeah. So they just see the exploding car, and then they're like, oh, i click it with yeah," and then on the bottom it says, It's time to get drunk. Okay, so- Sweet. So they go to the nearest gas station. <laughs> <laughs> Liam Neeson is not dead. Oh, so no. he goes to the nearest gas station and sees the car that ran him off the road. And here's another disappointing thing. He, there's four dudes, right? Beats the shit out of three of them. Doesn't kill him, though. Mm. Beating the shit up. Maybe this was PG-13. Beats the shit out of them. They just ran him off the road. Gets to the last guy who was the one who said he wanted to be drunk. By the way, Liam Neeson's taking some body blows here. And sure. again, I'm not happy. Liam Neeson should not be touched. Mm. You know? First Taken movie, he barely ever got touched. That was cool. He's invincible. Again, running weird, taking body blows by random thugs. It's showing his age. I don't like it. Okay. But anyways, he gets to the last guy. The guy's on his knees. Liam Neeson takes his gun and holds it on him. And the guy was like, you might as well kill me. I'll never talk. Of course, we've heard this in a ton of movies, right?
0: Mm.
1: You know? But... Does he wait for Liam Neeson's calls bluff? No. The guy snatches the gun, pushes it into his mouth, and pulls the trigger and blows his own face off. What? Why would he do that? That's weird. Why would he do that? He was like, he's like, I'll never talk. I'll die before I'll talk. Okay. Well, all right. Well, Liam Neeson might not kill you. Why don't you see how this plays out? <laughs> You've already said <laughs> I'll die first. You don't have to prove it, dude. Wait, do you think he jumped the gun? Oh, my God. Like, he was like, I'll die before I will talk. See, watch, I'll prove it to you. And he pushes the gun into his mouth, pulls the trigger, blows his brains out, and Lee Neeson's like, what the fuck? That was weird. It's, it's like, dude, you just you're supposed to just say that, I'll die before I'll talk to you, and then the good guy has a decision to make whether to kill you or to try and make you talk. But there's a 50% chance of you surviving, which you just...
0: You just waved? I Why love it. You killing that. yourself? I love it. It's so great. He's so dumb. Yeah, it's not. like, don't you understand? No, he, he clearly did not understand how that I'll worked. I'll
1: die before I'll talk. See? <laughs> so I'm like, uh, and, and like I said, at this point, I'm laughing in the movie theater because oh, I understand good. this is just a comedy now. So I'm having a good time with it. So oh, cut back to Inspector Fatso. Mm-hmm. So, Inspe-
0: Inspector Chess.
1: Yes. So now he's at a diner. Okay. But he's not ordered food because he's got the bag of bagels.
0: <laughs> Still?
1: <laughs> and it's on the counter. Oh, what? yeah. It's, and he's, he's got that bag of bagels again. Oh, my he God. He pulls out a bagel and he's just staring at it. And there's this <laughs> awkward conversation where he just stares at the bagel and the bagel does not talk to him. <laughs> and then it's like in the, the camera is kind of like up like a security camera almost. And he kind of like stares off into the distance. Mm. And uh, bagels. Yep.
0: Wow. So <laughs> that, <laughs> impressive. Your, yeah.
1: your acting skills, my friend. So, meanwhile, prick cops have been tailing the pregnant daughter this whole time. Okay. Because they're like, we need to... Liam Neeson's going to contact you. We understand this. But we're going to be pricks to you the whole time. Even though you just had a death in the family. Huh. <laughs> so, it doesn't make sense. They, ta- uh, they chase her to college. She's in the classroom. And Liam Neeson it, it gets a message to her. And she goes into the bathroom. And Liam Neeson's in the women's bathroom in the stall mm. with her. Okay. So, now they're in the stall. And the cops... The dumb cops are like, they call back Inspector Fat Guy, and they're like, oh, well, she was in class, and then she got sick. And he's like, I fucking know what that means. Go get her. Liam Neeson's right there. What? So so they're running. I'm I'm not giving you all the details, but they're running to the bathroom. He is sitting in the stall, and finally, we find the one thing that can finally bring Liam Neeson's down to his knees. Dad, I'm pregnant. Boom. Liam Neeson's down for the counts.
0: The wow. breath knocked out of him. He collapses down onto the women's toilet. Damn. Well, it's it's too bad they didn't like say that for like a surprise at that moment.
1: So he's like, oh. And then, even though he can handle like any situation in the world, he's like, oh. Well, I mean, uh, I guess you know, like, whatever you want to do is fine by me. <laughs>
0: Damn. What?
1: So yeah.
0: Seriously, said that. He does. He doesn't. Oh
1: he doesn't say keep the baby. He just says whatever you want. Oh. That's that's what's gonna happen. With this Damn,
0: mouth. that is not a vote of confidence. It dude. really, it didn't seem like it to me either. Wow. So, uh, <laughs> like when somebody says you're, pr- I'm praying, you say, Hey, great, or you know, something positive, not like I don't think you're gonna keep this baby. Well, mm. he was just like, I'll support you no matter what. So,
1: wow. Cops burst into the women's bathroom. We know that she's in the last stall because that's how it works in movies. Sure. And because there was a window in that stall, so we know that he can escape. <laughs>
0: what that's just how wind? it is who gets a window in a stall i want a window in my stall
1: i know right it's kind of like so, amazing it's gonna be like the smoker stall so <laughs> the cop has got to get to that one last but first he's got and there's a couple girls at the sink and he's like get out of here then he starts kicking open all the other stalls one you know, by one yeah yeah one one but i'm like please let there be another woman taking a shit yes. on one of these <laughs> toilets please <laughs> i mean let someone else be taking a shit he's just kicking down stall doors trying to get nieces. i was like please let there be woman taking a shit <laughs> this would be so awesome finally get to the last one and uh the daughter is sitting on the toilet now with the underwear down kind of thing like oh right. you know i wasn't just talking to my dad i fucking know you were shut the fuck up so but i was like damn they miss a good moment this show some chick taking a shit
0: Yeah, that's what I want to see. But honestly, that would be hilarious. Even if Liam Neeson was like, okay, I'm going to jump out the window, make some ridiculous farting noises, and they'll think you're pooping.
1: So now, we go back to the stepdad, Stuart St. John.
0: Stuart St. John.
1: Yeah. You see like this wide shot all around him. No one's there. Mm. Then a second later, Liam Neeson's there with the gun touching his head. Dang. (laughs) Boom. He's, like, he's I'm, like,
0: I'm Peter Pan. Welcome yeah. to Neverland.
1: Yeah, so it's like, it's time for you to talk, stepdad. And he's like, yo, I owe Malenkov a lot of money. Ooh, so now man. he's coming after me, and he killed the wife to, uh, you know, to, to threaten me and to put you, um, you know, in trouble so you couldn't solve this problem. He's like, I'm so sorry, dude. I owe a lot of money. You know, most of the times we make deals, and it's good. This one, not so good. <laughs> so That's the plot? Yeah, so now, uh-huh. Neeson's like, so, and he's like, dude, Malakoff is crazy, so you've got to kill him, because he ain't going to stop. And you know what? He he tried to get at me by getting the ex-wife. Guess where he's going next?
0: Pregnant daughter time. Hmm. So. That seems kind of ridiculous. Like, wouldn't he just, like, like shake down the guy who, you know, owes him money? Your instincts are correct,
1: Chad. Hold those thoughts. <laughs> okay. So, now, Neeson's finally, because he's barely killed anybody so far. Mm -hmm. Now, he's a man on a mission. And and, and he's like, all right, to get Malenkov, you're going to need to go into this uh, building. But it's not going to be easy. And there's an elevator. And you're going to have to kill a lot of dudes. (laughs) Like, yes! Give the people the killings. So, Liam Neeson storms this building and just kills a lot of people. And you're like, finally. All right. But he gets the final boss, Malenkov. Mm -hmm. Malenkov comes out to fight him. You know, most people, if you're going to fight a dude,
0: what what would you wear? <laughs> Liam Neeson's at your door. I mean, something you could fight in. Well, you know, Like some stretchy pants.
1: Well, he did it one step better. Tidy whities. Oh, goodness. The ultimate bad guy. The one they've been playing up this whole time. Yes, he was in a hot tub earlier <laughs> with two babes. He comes out with a white robe, not buttoned, and tidy whiteies. Okay.
0: All right. All right. That's intimidation factor. It's not. Chad. What?
1: No. You can't fucking fight in tidy whities without being ridiculous.
0: Once again, this movie is hilarious. Yo, well, total. I'm just thinking, in real life. Like, you would not fight like a naked dude. You know, like if ever somebody ever challenges you to fight, and you're like, I'm not gonna win. Take off all your clothes. Fight's over. Well, I, if you yeah, there's a good scene in
1: History of Violence where um, the dude fights naked in a sauna. Okay. Um, it is, you yeah, know. Not bad. I mean,
0: not the guy, but <laughs> to me, yeah, like seven out of ten. But I mean, like, like the fact that you know,
1: when you're naked, you're like, you're very vulnerable. Anyways, whatever. This dude is fighting in his tidy whities so any tough guy cred he had is gone. Okay. Okay. Because now we see his fucking skid mark underwears. Mm-hmm. So he fights. Of course, Liam Neeson shoots him and kills him. And then, right before he dies, he's like,
0: "Uh, Stuart Saint John played us both."
1: Yeah, I owed, he owed me money, but look, he said that he killed the ex-wife so that you would kill me and I would kill you and he would be
0: free. He's like, but he actually told us to kill the ex-wife. Dun, dun,
1: dun. Uh, and like I said, you knew the, you knew the stepdad was bad because they got a scumbag looking guy. Right. And they gave him a last name. Hmm. So, world's worst
0: kept secret. Does he and, and he? and he has black black beard, right? Yeah, he has That's a black beard now. All, like, and it's probably fake-looking black, too, like yeah. super black. Oh, yeah, it is. Ugh. And he's 15 years
1: younger than the actor in the first Taken movie. That's too bad. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, they made this guy's comeback. So, Lee Neeson's like, uh? So, I mean, you know, he's been played. Then you see the heel turn, mm-hmm. and the stepdad kidnaps the pregnant daughter.
0: Sure, he's going to put a gun up to her belly, I hope. So then...
1: Then uh, Inspector Fatso gets a call from one of his cops. And he's like, yo, guys, check this out. Apparently, he took out a $12 million life insurance policy on the ex-wife. Mm. So she died, and now he gets $12 million. And he, uh, he convinced, he tricked Liam Neeson into killing Malenkov, so now he gets to keep the $12 million. So wait, and at this point,
0: Fat Cop looks into the bagel bag, right? Right? And he finds the receipts with the no. timestamp? No.
1: No. No. <sighs> But bagels are still coming back in this movie. All right. So, of course, what all rich people do, all you have to do is get on a private jet, and then you're untouchable. Uh, well, yeah, pretty much, as long <laughs> as you can get gas up in the uh, sky. So he gets on his private jet with the pregnant daughter. Ooh. He's holding a gun to her face, and he keeps telling her to shut up, even though she's not talking. guys, <laughs> he yes. right. He's like, shut up! And she's like, I haven't, see- she has not said a peep. Shut up! <laughs> yes. I'm like, all right, there we go. Established dominance. <laughs> so uh, so Neeson gets in like this hot Porsche, right? Okay. Thank God he's not running. Product placement. <laughs> so he's not running. And he takes off. And then finally he gets a call from Inspector Fatso. And he's like, I know you didn't kill her. And he's like, well, no fucking shit. It's this guy. All right, let us do our job. He thinks that's not happening. He's got my pregnant
0: daughter. So like, wait, wait. He's like, hey. I know he didn't kill your wife, but you killed a bunch of other dudes. Like, yeah. probably over a dozen. So, we're going to put you in jail. Well, I mean, those are bad guys, though. Oh, I guess then that's legal. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> it's all good if you're killing bad guys. I guess yeah. Russian nationals are off the uh, off the list of yeah, people man. you can't
1: kill. Yeah. Mm. So, he's racing to get to this private airstrip. Private jet is about to take off. Stepdad looks out the the plane window, and he's like, he usually, basically he's like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Mm-hmm. It's like, what move are you in, dude? Of course he's gonna catch up to you. Yeah. So he's telling the pilots, take off, take off. We can't, we don't have enough, we're not going fast enough, blah, blah, blah. And Liam Neeson with the Porsche comes across the jet and takes out the landing gear.
0: I, I saw that in the trailer. Yeah. And in the trailer, I thought, like, okay, all right. Uh, you can still take off, though, probably. I don't know. As soon as he does it, the
1: nose touches the ground. Okay. It skids, it's slamming, it's doing all this stuff. And uh, Liam Neeson. Um, you do know your pregnant daughter was on that plane, right? (laughs) The one you just wiped out? Mm. Liam Neeson, do you understand that pregnant women are not allowed on amusement park rides? (laughs) Let alone jets that you just took the landing gear out. This just like, Mm. like all down the runway and stuff. It's like, you have (laughs) a pregnant daughter on there.
0: How do you think that's going to work out for you, buddy? He's probably like, oh, that's what my dad did. Well, my mom was in a plane, and no, I turned out fine.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm just saying, like,
1: you can't, you can't ride amusement park rides, but it's okay to be pregnant on a, a private jet that you just strip the landing gear out of. So anyways, he finally, it's like he puts a bullet into Stuart J. John's, like, in his shoulder or whatever, it gets him down, beats the shit out of him, wow. And then, like, finally, say something badass and plug this guy. It's perfect. You saved your daughter. Just fucking say something cool right now and kill him. Mm-hmm. We hear cop sirens. And the guy is like, he basically is like, "Nan, yeah, you can't kill me. Cops are here. What? And I'm like, that's okay. Now, this will make you even bigger badass. Take us back to taking the first movie by saying something cool and killing him anyways because that is the kind of badass you are. Mm. Liam Neeson punts. He does not go for the touchdown. He punts. He punts. He was like, let me tell you, sir. I'm not going to kill you. But I know... That you're gonna weasel your way out because you know people so you'll probably only go to jail for like a couple years and when you get out you know what i'm gonna do to you then that's what he says all right he doesn't even say i'll kill you he's like and you know what's gonna happen then buddy so just you wait (laughs) mister you've been bad and i'm gonna punish you unless i die first because i'm old depending on how much jail time you get yeah but then i'm gonna get you I've got a gun on you right now, and the cops aren't here yet. I could literally say anything, and my pregnant daughter is going to back me up. But someday, I'm going to get you. <laughs>
0: I'm like, oh, man. That's, I, that's actually too bad. That's not the way that, to end the trilogy. Well, my boner died
1: at that point in the Aww. movie. <laughs> but <laughs> now he's got to have the scene with Inspector Fatso face to face. And he goes, yo, check this out, man. I knew all along it wasn't you. I knew you didn't kill him, even though this whole time I kept saying you did, and I told all my cops to get you, and, like, I kept saying it was, you know, I knew it wasn't you. You know why? Because the bagels was warm, man. What? You had warm bagels. Remember when I ate the bagel to your house? It was warm. What psycho goes gets bagels and then kills his wife? No one. Clearly, you couldn't have done it because the bagels were warm. Yeah, (laughs) Inspector Fatso. Yeah! Oh, my God. Smartest man alive. So he's sitting there thinking the whole
0: movie about the bagels the whole time.
1: He went to the diner, stared at the bagels, played Cat's Cradle with his rubber band, rubbed that little night chest piece, kept staring at the bagels, ate one, (laughs) ate some of the evidence. And then at the end, he's like, knew it wasn't you. The bagels were warm. It's like, at no point did you ever call your officers or him or anyone and be like, it's probably not our guy. Hmm. And, and <laughs> I just knew, I knew, I, I knew it wasn't
0: you because no one who's planning to kill their ex-wife would go buy bagels first. No, clearly not. <laughs> clearly. The bagels were still warm. Especially not somebody who wanted an alibi for killing their wife. By the way, how long do bagels stay warm? Let me tell you, because I actually buy bagels all the time from a local bakery. I walk to get them. It takes me about five minutes to get back from the bakery. They stay warm. Oh, wait, wait was, it, was it like the winter or the summer? It's in LA. All right, so, it's, so let's say it's warm. They stay warm for about five minutes after yeah. I bring them home. And not like super warm, you know, because yeah. the, they don't come piping hot right out of the oven. Yeah. They're just sitting there on the shelf at the bakery. Yeah. You know, so you just get them and bring them back. I mean, it's not about the warmth. It's more about, like, the freshness.
1: So Liam Neeson gets these bagels, mm-hmm. drives home, <laughs>
0: drives home. He drove home.
1: There, sees his ex-wife, dead. Then gets accosted by two police officers. They chase him all around L.A. Then cops then go back to the house. Then the inspector gets called in. There's already other cops there. He goes
0: straight for the food because he's fat,
1: <laughs> and
0: then and then he eats a bagel, and they're still warm. I mean, if it was a pizza, maybe I, uh, Ma- a pizza in a yeah. box, maybe you yeah. know, garlic knots in tin foil, maybe. But bagels, it's yeah. actually stupid. So then, kind the of love it.
1: Uh, I mean, like I said, I'm laughing my ass off in this theater. Yeah, you know, like I'm telling you how shitty this movie is, but because it was made a certain way it's actually way worth watching renting not not going to the theater but i mean like i'll watch this movie again okay this is one of those classics like uh anything Schwarzenegger did in the 80s basically okay um which which you can just watch and you can laugh and you can still enjoy the violence he didn't kill nearly enough guys he wasn't cutthroat enough he wasn't badass enough but it was funny it's more like one of the transporter movies really um last scene he's on the pier with the daughter and the boyfriend And he goes, guys, I'm just letting you know. I will support you no matter what. It's a big decision. And I'm here for you. And they said, well, we've decided that if it's a girl, we're going to name her after the dead ex-wife.
0: Oh. (laughs) End
1: credits. What? (laughs) That's it. He goes, he goes, he goes, your
0: mom, if her throat wasn't so viciously, jaggedly cut open (laughs) right now, would have loved that. (laughs) That's kind of like... it's like two awkward things right in a row he's like hey by the way if you get an abortion that's cool i'll and and they're like we're going to name her after your dead ex-wife i have a feeling he would have said (laughs) your mom would have wanted it that way no matter what they said no matter what they said
1: that was just the line he was gonna say we're getting an abortion. Your mom would have wanted it. That
0: way. Yeah. It, was just, it was loaded. He was just yeah. thinking about something else, yeah. and it was just in his brain, and, that's, and it just came out. That's how men operate in a conversation. He's like, I just need one line that will work for no matter what they're about to hit me with. And they're like, we're going to name her Lenore.
1: That's like, fair. What the fuck? Are you fucking seriously Lenore? Yeah. Your mom
0: would have wanted it that way.
1: We, we need to know. We need, we need to let her know that every time someone says her name, they think about the dead ex-wife that was murdered yeah. in my apartment.
0: And how bagels saved everyone. Yeah. <laughs> bagels saved bagels. Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now let's go get a bagel, guys. <laughs> and if credits. One, dude, if only there were, like, some Dunkin' Donuts product placement, like, everywhere, it would have been amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, I mean, wow. like, I was just I was just dying because I,
1: I feel like every choice they made was the wrong one. Like I said, the fucking tidy whities <laughs> and the bagels <laughs> and the bad guy not even being in the movie really for an hour. And it's just, like I said, it was just for an hour.
0: Just cops were chasing him. And they're not the bad guys, so Neeson's can't kill him. But
1: so yeah, what are that, you going to do?
0: It, it sounds like, like they made this movie way more interesting than Taken 2. Like, everybody yes. talks about, like, Taken 2 being, okay, kind of a letdown. Not as yes. good as Taken 1. But this just seems so... So off the wall and quirky mm. that I, I would definitely see it. Well, it's way better than Taken Two. Taken Two right. was like Hangover Two, where they
1: just ripped off the first script and it wasn't as good. Right. Taken Three, yeah, they went a different angle. You know, I mean, it was. I will say, I skipped over the good acting uh, when the daughter finds out. I mean, <laughs> she finds out. He calls her on the phone, mm-hmm. and you know, I mean, whenever he calls on the phone, it's bad news. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, look, I'm sorry. You were, your mom's dead. She was murdered on my Jeez. couch.
0: It wasn't me. Gotta go.
1: And that's it. <laughs> and he
0: hangs up on her. What? I mean, all, she should probably have like him blocked at this point. Be like, do not answer, no matter what. It's so I mean, gotta she did bad. A, there was a pretty good scene where like she's in the
1: mom's house and she grabs like one of her shirts and she's kind of like smelling it and she kind of. You know, for her mom, and she curls up on, the, on her mom's bed crying and stuff. And i like, oh, that's a fucking good acting right there. That's
0: pretty good. Dude, you know what Makes we should you do? feel something. We should start a phone service where Liam Neeson calls you up and delivers really bad news. Dude,
1: it's already happened,
0: and Liam Neeson did it. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, the first Taken, he calls her up, and he's like, look, you're going to be Taken. I need you to do these things. You know, and Dude. it's really bad news. So the
1: actress, the daughter, it's Maggie Grace. She yeah. was in space prison. Okay. Space Prison, Maggie Grace. Awesome. Um, so, I mean, clearly, she's in everything I love. <laughs> she, was all, she was also in Lost. Oh, okay. She's in everything I love. So, um, she was on Conan O'Brien this week. Hmm. And she said, um, Liam Neeson always checks in on her, like, when they're doing these movies. Oh, how are you doing? How's your life and stuff? And she was like, well, actually, I just got, um, I just broke up with my boyfriend. He was a real jerk and stuff. And he's like, give me his phone number. <laughs> and she actually played a voicemail that he left for the boyfriend. Wow. For the ex-boyfriend. Yes. And like He goes, and he doesn't say this is Liam Neeson. He goes, this is Brian Mills. Nice. And he goes, you know who I am. He's like, you made two mistakes. One, you dated out of your league. Wow. <laughs> and he's like, and two, you didn't get your shit together. Awesome. He's like, he's like you fucking know what's going to happen if, I, if you meet up with me. He's like, but I don't even want to waste my skills. So I was like, this is so awesome that fucking Liam Neeson
0: is calling the ex-boyfriend in taken mode. I love that. I mean so he, already, he already beat us to the service. I wonder see, I wonder if the ex-boyfriend was like a taken geek or just like a fan, because like he if probably liked it. Yeah, he's probably like, that is the cruelest thing ever to happen to me. Wow.
1: Yeah. So taken three was highly enjoyable for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> um it's not it's not what I thought. But like I said. Taken One was just the perfect lightning in a bottle movie mm-hmm. that you really just can't duplicate that greatness. Yeah. Um, but this still was this was fun, um, and I had a good time. It's funny because I just I rented the the, the night before I rented the movie The Equalizer.
0: Oh yeah, the uh, Denzel Washington, the Black Equalizer. Right, That's and it's to uh, uh, what's the name, Kane Equalizer, reckon the the TV show.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's basically. It's kind of like Taken, but it, it, it's really like those uh, Death Wish movies mm. where Charles Bronson, he's in a neighborhood and he decides to clean up the neighborhood. Right. So it's basically like that. But uh, the Equalizer now on video is so much better than Taken 3 mm. just because he he Denzel's quirky. He's kind of silently tough, but we don't know why. Mm. And we don't find out right off the bat. It doesn't say like they don't pull up his dossier and be like, "Oh my God, the guy did fucking four tours in Afghanistan or anything like that, and you know, like you don't know what's why he's so cool, but he's slowly like fixing the neighborhood, so mm. he's like beating the shit out of people, and then this hooker gets beat up, and he was kind of friends with her, and mm-hmm. then he just starts straight up murdering fools. Wow, like bad, mm. like like Liam Neeson had taken one, like he saw this he saw this hooker get beat up. It was actually hit girl, Chloe uh, Grace Moritz. Oh, shit. So it's an underage hooker. So that just makes you feel bad. Uh, So he just starts murdering people. And then as the movie goes, you slowly find out why he's unstoppable. Little bits and pieces. It's really well done. And then at the end, he lures the remaining bad guys into a Home Depot and just does the fucking weirdest commercial I've ever seen. <laughs> basically, product placements the uh, everything in the store on their faces. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, if, if you listen to this, if you listen to this, uh, review of Taken 3 and you decide you don't want to see it now, go rent the Equalizer. It will give you the fix you're
0: looking for. Okay.
1: That's much better.
0: I'm looking for, I'm looking for something, uh, at the Home Depot. Maybe you could help me find it. Well, it's great because he works at the Home Depot. <laughs> oh man. He works, it's like his side job. It's so side he lures job. him back to his job and it just fucking takes him apart. Well, that's it, man. Like, don't step on, don't step to me on my home turf, you know, like... Yeah, he basically home alone's the Home Depot. <laughs> with disastrous results. I love that. Oh man. Does he <laughs> does he come at him with one of those with one of those like uh machines that can go up really high to get stuff off the top shelf? Oh, I know what you're talking about, but no. Oh, I mean, man. there unfortunately there's not a, there's not that many
1: people left alive when they get to Home Depot. Okay. But the funny thing is then afterwards he was like, oh, I don't want to spoil all of it. Okay. This but is a good movie. It, it, it Denzel, Sounds good. Denzel also like 60, but this but untouchable. Like I said, Liam Neeson, they made a mistake making him kind of run old and getting hit a bunch of times in this movie. Mm-hmm. You got to be a fucking untouchable to be old and for us to just forget about that and just believe you're a badass. Denzel does not make that mistake. Yeah. Untouchable.
0: Well, I guess I guess you know if you're going to go full bore, you know, you got lot, to. I mean, I'm just saying like in a lot of trilogies, you know, if they want to make him look old, if you want to make it look, "Alright, this is his last ride." You know, mm-hmm. he's really got some problems. That's one yeah. thing. But if you're billing him as a badass and he shows that he's not, it's kind of. I uh, want them to do
1: Taken 4, but now his daughter's had the baby and she's 18. And she goes over to Europe and gets taken. Oh. And she calls him up at the old folks home. And he's <laughs> got like the oxygen mask on. <laughs> and they're like, Dad, your granddaughter's been taken. <laughs>
0: that should be Taken 4. Oh, man. They took, first they took his daughter, then they took his bagels. Yeah. Now they took him to the bathroom, because he needs some help with that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah. So it was was enjoyable. If you want Taken, if you want, like I said, if you want Taken 3, the tough version, rent the equalizer. If you want to laugh at, like, a fun action
0: comedy, go see Taken 3. That's fun. So... Well, thank you, thank you very much, Eric. I, I very much <laughs> love listening to uh, the audio drama version of the movie.
1: Yeah, uh, man, we're like that serial podcast. <laughs> yeah, like, what? What serial podcast? Dude, this is one podcast that blew up so much that Eric that people actually love podcasts now.
0: Oh, wait! Like wait. Everyone,
1: everyone's calling this the year of the podcast. Really? Yeah. Like, like people used to, like, kind of scoff at podcasts, and now this one podcast went mainstream, and now everyone's like, you know what? Podcasts, it's like a new art form. We all like it.
0: Oh, is it like River? Uh, Welcome to Oakdale or Riverdale or whatever that is? is no, the this, bunch- this serial, she
1: just takes, like, a, a case, a murder case oh, from okay. 1999, and she kind of breaks it down and interviews the people in it, and she has all these theories about why the person died and if the correct person
0: is in jail and stuff like that. Oh, people love that shit. Grip the nation, baby. Yo, they just need to get Robert Stack back, man. I think he's dead. (laughs) But who killed him?
1: Well, I mean, Chad. I guess um, you know, like when he died in Transformers, his Ultra Magnus and the Junkions just kind of glued his body parts back together. (laughs) I guess we could go dig his corpse up and and just glue it back together, and he'll just magically come back online. That's what happened in Transformers. All they did did was fucking glue him. They didn't even fucking jumpstart
0: him. Nope, they just just
1: glued his pieces together. They just
0: put. I mean, not even glue. They just kind of jammed them together. You know, yeah. like in the movie Gung Ho, and yeah. they just polished him up real good. And he's like, yeah.
1: oh, fuck. Oh, I got a hangover. Yeah, they didn't even fucking jumpstart his spark or anything. Nope. It's like, then, how, then why did fucking Optimus Prime die? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't we have glued his ass back together?
0: Yeah. So, but anyways, we get off topic. Yeah, anyway, anyway. So let me tell you a little bit. <gasps> I, oh, nice burp. You better believe it. So uh, I, I've actually been reading. I'm just finishing up a uh, DC uh, serial right now. Have you ever heard of uh, Kingdom Come? Yeah. Have you read it? No. Let me tell you, it's fucking good. Yeah. It's one of those, before the New 52, uh, there was a multiverse. I mean, both both the Marvel DC have a multiverse. And so the story takes place on an alternate Earth, which means they can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. Which is great. Bas- basically, the storyline goes, part of the storyline is that heroes... Like, people are kind of sick of heroes sparing people all the time, mm-hmm. and somebody, like one of the heroes in DC, straight up murders a longtime villain that everybody felt had it coming, and mm-hmm. the public loves it. The public's like, yes, why, didn't, why don't you guys do that all the time? And, yeah. so, and so the new generation of heroes starts fighting with the old, because the new generation is like, we should murder those guys. Before they like you know senselessly kill everybody, and the old guard's like, no no no, you can't just murder people because that'll take us down this deep dark road. And uh, the climax is amazing, like where they bring that to is incredible. It's great. It's good. Reading. Cool man. And then there's 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 kind of like an unofficial sequel which I'm just about finishing, which is called uh, Thy Kingdom Come, mm-hmm. which is one of the characters from Kingdom Come gets blasted into the regular earth so Mm -hmm. so like that was earth 2 let's say or earth something this is like earth prime or something you know like gets blasted into the regular dc continuity okay and so at the last as the last survivor because that all let's say that all took place like 30 years in the future he's desperately trying to stop the events that happened in his timeline Mm and it's it's like it's it's very different. There's a lot of different stuff all happening at the same time, like so there's a lot of different threads happening. Mm-hmm. You know, and characters that we saw in the first, uh we see we get to see them come about in the second one. Cool. Yeah. So it's very good. I would definitely recommend it. I know it's one of those classics, like people talk in like hushed whispers about like Kingdom Come, you know. It's one of those, you know, classics that everybody reads or should read. So I'm telling you, maniacs, if you haven't read it yet, it's time. It's time to pick it up. It's actually really great. And I'm not gonna spoil any of it for you because it's just incredible. It's just great.
1: Pretty good endorsement.
0: Yeah, dude. So how was the that ho ho or whatever you just ate?
1: <laughs> well, you know, I was doing a lot of talking. And you were doing some talking now, so I figured I'd eat my Reese's Big, Pu- big Cup. Hmm, uh, good choice. Why do they even make regular Reese's Peanut Butter Cups? I The know. Big Cup is so good. Yeah. That's just be Reese's pieces or
0: Reese's uh, Peanut Butter Cup now. Well, check it out. I, I, I thought about this long and hard because, you know, you go to gas stations, they only have, like, the big versions or, like, in the supermarket. Uh, when we were little, the Reese's Cup was so much bigger. Yeah. You know, because it filled up, like, your whole mouth. Like, you couldn't put the whole Reese's Cup in. Or uh,
1: is it because we were little kids
0: back then? No, exactly, because your mouth was smaller. So now when you're an adult, you're like, wow, these are actually teeny tiny in comparison to my gigantic face. So you need the bigger versions in order to feel like that same thing. You know, when you were a kid, you're like, God, this is massive. See, so I
1: just feel like there's so much more peanut butter. I mean, like, even when I ate the smaller ones, I always wished there was more. Hmm. Now they get big cups. They should just make this official. But I guess that makes sense for little kids. Maybe they want the regular one, so that makes sense. So they should just call this one like adult cups. Exactly. (laughs) They should call it double D's. You're right. That's right. They should just do bra sizes. Yes. So it's like, oh, get me uh, some peanut butter cups. Do you want A's, B's, C's, double D's? Can I get the G's, please? Like, do you even have to ask? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, I don't know. More than a handful, they say, is a waste. more, More more than a mouthful they say is a waste I'll be like fuck it <laughs> going back for seconds baby
0: <laughs> Reese's peanut butter cup double D's I like it that's been a while I feel like I've been detoxing since going to our parents house where we we go to our parents house and everybody there eats eats like we used to like when we were kids back when our digestive systems were were you know you just throw anything down the hatch and it would be fine yeah then we all and then as like people start to leave my parents start to make things like, you know, like that they usually make. I'm like, oh, this is kind of like what I eat back home, like healthy food. Mm. So uh, after like, after a, a, a half month of of being out of there, I'm like, all right, finally, I feel like I'm back to normal. I feel yeah. like I don't, I don't uh, hate what I'm putting into my body right now. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I gained like five pounds sweet I, no i was like i was i just felt terrible and like you know if there's chocolate around i'm just gonna shove it into my mouth all the time totally agree you know so i'm like all right so when i get home i'm like all right i'm not gonna buy any chocolate mm-hmm. if there's some enters the house that's okay i'm gonna eat it slowly yeah you know but i'm not gonna seek it out and that's and i'm gonna go to the gym more or at least constantly consistently that's a better word Way anyway go. you got any more thunderdumps for us no nah, man i'm all done Dude, I got to get back to planning Yon Film Festival. Magfest is less than 2 weeks away and it's yeah. kind of crazy.
1: And you got to check out the trailer for Knights of the Old Republic
0: 3. It's out. Dude, it's out. Who trailer fucking rules? Who is the mysterious Verdo? Yeah. <laughs> and why is he so amazing? <laughs> I'm uh, fingers crossed for an end credit scene with Verdo. Just saying. Uh, my fingers are crossed that they do a, a deleted
1: scene on the DVD with some of my outtakes from my character.
0: Yeah.
1: Because <laughs> I, I included all, I included stuff that wouldn't make the movie mm-hmm. just for fun. That's hilarious. So did I. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, both of our characters are
0: only on screen for like 30 seconds, but we, we make the most of what we got. You know, if, <laughs> if, if Mr. Kevin Smith does not include those, we got to make them ourselves. I'm just saying. We're creative types. We can do it yeah baby so uh yeah we're looking uh, forward to the knights knights of the old republic episode three Colin, the circle of fate world premiere at magfest the in a couple of weeks at games on film Yep, it's gonna it be amazing all right so check us out every week ladies and gentlemen we are the Jumpman podcast you can check us out at jumpmanpodcast.com please subscribe to us on itunes uh, we're also on RetroWareTV.com and Elder-Geek.com. I'm going to be live at MAGFest. If you want to challenge me to a video game, you can bring it on, my friend. I'll be running the Film Festival Room. Holla at me. it would be great to see you guys. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be amazing. Um, I know I'm forgetting something. Thank you to everybody who's been giving us a shout-out on Facebook. You guys are amazing. We try to respond, of course, to everything, not because we're bored at work, but because we really care. <laughs> but it <laughs> helps. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Great, and we'll see you next week. See you. Jump man in Yahoo! I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand.